Hi everyone, I'm Annika and this is the Tried and Truth Podcast. Welcome back to another episode. I'm so glad that you're here today. If you are feeling stuck, I am here to tell you that number one, you're not alone. This season has got a lot of people saying, ah, I feel so stuck. So in today's episode, I am reaching out a hand to you to help pull you out and get you on your way because I know and you know that you're made for more than being stuck. You've got to get unstuck, but the world also needs that from you too. Especially in a season like this one, we're finding that so many people are just feeling stuck in a job, in a profession, like we've got all this extra time to to think about, is this what I even want to do with my life or should I take that promotion or should I just do a whole nother shift in something totally different than what I'm doing or should I just pick up and move now that I can work remote? I mean, there are so many decisions that people are facing today that we've never faced before. And just that feeling of being stuck can be extremely frustrating and extremely overwhelming. I know that I personally have had so many seasons and just chapters of life where I literally wanted to scream at how badly I was driving myself crazy, whether it was a job decision, a big move, uh, schools for the kids, even just silly things like minor purchases, like which one would be the right one? I just don't know. Do I want to spend more? Do I want to spend less? And the amount of time and energy that goes into thinking about thinking about those things is so exhausting. You end up like spending more time and energy thinking about those things and doing anything. And then you're even more frustrated. So I totally get that feeling. And I have ran on that hamster wheel of kind of doing the same things, changing nothing, doubting everything, over-searching, overthinking, over-analyzing. You get the point. So I'm going to get off my soapbox and dive into today's content because today is all about you. So I'm going to be sharing the top three reasons why you're likely stuck or feeling stuck. And don't worry, I'm not just going to share the reasons, but the secrets to help you you get unstuck and get you moving forward. So let's jump right in. Number one is fear, like the capital F, maybe even all caps lock feeling in your life of fear. This fear of making the wrong decision, this fear of failing, this fear of making a decision that you're going to regret. So let's break down each of these a little bit further because fear has many faces and it might help to, to break these down a little bit further. So First off, we live in a culture that is wired to win. We are trained on how to win and how to prevent failure, but we are not trained on how to fail. And when we do fail, how to fail well and pick ourselves back up and learn, right? Failure is, in fact, an opportunity to grow, to learn, to think differently. And I personally believe that that biggest failure is really the one we don't make and learn and grow from. We get so caught up in this fear of failure that we often make the choice to make no choice. Like we're so scared to make the wrong decision that we make no decision. And in turn, that actually puts us back right where we started. And then we get even more frustrated. So even just that small, subtle shift on changing your perspective on failure, that failure doesn't necessarily equal bad. A little tip I like to do, it's called failing forward. It's kind of a help yourself a little, will you kind of tip. So think about the decision that you're faced with or the reason that you're feeling stuck, whatever you're deciding between or choosing between, what would it look like to fail? So if you made that move and you ended up being unhappy or the school didn't turn out the way it was supposed to be or the job wasn't all that it seemed it was or the purchase that you made wasn't as fulfilling as you thought it was going to be, whatever that might be. 
Put yourself in that situation and think about what that failure would look like. What does that even feel like, sound like, taste like, smell like, look like? And tell yourself in your sane, unemotional state of mind today what you want to tell yourself in that future state. If worst case scenario, that were to fail, what would you want yourself to know? So I like to either write this down in a journal or put it in my phone, or maybe it's putting it on a date in my calendar that I'm making that decision so that if it doesn't go as planned, I have something to open up that day and tell myself. But you wanna be able to tell yourself in your right mind something that is gonna help pick yourself back up and keep going and not get further into the, see, I shouldn't have made that decision. I knew it was gonna be a wrong decision. We don't want any of that. We don't want any of that. We want you to be prepared and ready for if and when that moment happens, you can pick yourself back up, learn from it, grow from it, and keep moving forward. So whatever that might be for you, picture yourself failing forward so that you can set yourself up for success today. Another face of fear is fear of making the wrong decision. And now I know I personally have struggled with this one a lot in various stages of my life. So we've got to start taking the emotion out of decisions and seeing decisions as simply decisions. There's not necessarily this right decision or this wrong decision. It's just a decision. What can happen from the decision we make? We can learn from it, launch from it, or become better because of it. So just make a decision, see it as a decision, and move forward. The third face of fear is really this fear of regret. So here's the deal. You have got to start trusting yourself. You have got to seek wisdom and know that you do you best and being the best you that you can be is the best that you can possibly do. So trust yourself and know that whatever decision that you make, because that it's not a wrong decision and there's no reason to be living in regret. We have got to have this future mindset and not let yesterday's pull us back. So do you best because it's the best you know how to do and just keep going. I understand that fear is a very powerful emotion. And if you let it take the wheel, it absolutely will. It will, it's going to pull you back into this like vortex of, of doubt. And in order to properly position it, we've got to break its power. Now, the best way that I know how to do this is to move it out of the driver's seat and put it in the back seat because I know it is hard to make it completely go away. But if I can start to see out the windshield and can have control of that wheel and step on the gas, I can start moving forward and just get out of this, this moment, this place of mud and muck that the tires are spinning in, this season, this analysis paralysis state of mind. And also, like even just to be able to see out the windshield and like change that powerful emotion of fear to something like excitement that is equally as powerful of you can start to see if this in fact did work out and it was really great, what could that look like? And it starts to at least fuel that that process and that momentum. So put it in its proper position. Trust yourself, see decisions as decisions, and remember that failure doesn't necessarily equal bad. Okay, the second top reason that you are likely feeling stuck or that people get stuck is this addiction to perfection. There is this obsession over finding this perfect time. I'm just waiting for the perfect financial situation. We live in this state of virtual reality thinking where 
where we are thinking and feeling like all the stars are going to align. I just got to wait for them to align. But that's just not reality, right? Like we have this thought process that if it's not going to be this knock out of the park, guaranteed success story, you don't want your name tied to it. And so you avoid the risk and then you wonder why you feel so super stuck. It's like this perfect time doesn't exist. And so you end up staying exactly where you are doing exactly what you're doing. Now, it's okay to strive for excellence. In fact, everything that you do every single day, no matter how big or small you do it, you should be doing it to the best of your ability and striving for excellence in all you do. But if you're attempting to live in this pursuit of perfection, it is incredibly debilitating because it is unrealistic and you will never meet the own expectation that you have set on yourself. So think about this, progress is movement, perfection is debilitating. So just start making progress, start moving, start doing, focus on these small steps. Look, I'm from Texas and I get it. It's like go big or go home, but that is not necessarily the right way to think. You've got to focus on these like small steps and celebrate these small wins and just keep building up that muscle. You know, we've also got to rewire this thinking in our brains. Our brains, unfortunately, are wired for negative thinking, right? That is that flight or fight response. Like our brain is always looking for how things can go wrong so that we can prepare to prevent all of those things from going wrong. But instead, we have got to really learn from those thoughts. And yes, we should be preparing for what could go wrong. And thank God we have that response in our brain that's looking for all these things that could potentially happen, but don't let that like capture you and hold you back from ever knowing and believing and, and thinking about and seeing what could actually happen if it in fact went right. If we spend all of our time and energy preparing for everything that could go wrong and not actually living in the game, we're never going to get to play the game and we're never going to get to see things happen because we're so caught up in this preparation mindset rather than this living mindset. And that in and of itself will be exhausting, incredibly frustrating, and is causing you to stay stuck. So stop being so hard on yourself. Stop putting unrealistic expectations on yourself. Focus on progress, not the perfection, on the small, small steps. And don't let all the negative thinking and preparing for what could go wrong and this obsession and addiction to perfection hold you back from ever knowing what could happen if it actually went right. And lastly, you have got too much in your mind, in your space, in your life to have any clarity on what you should possibly do and what decision you should possibly make. So if this is you, this cluttered mind that you have is what's creating some of this analysis paralysis, this messy, foggy thinking or this overthinking. And for many of you, you don't even know what you even want to do with your life. So we have got to start clearing your mind and get out of your brain what is so foggy and cluttered up there and get it out onto paper. So there is so much research around that of actually just writing things down. So something that can be very helpful is even just writing down all the things that are in your mind, whether that's ideas, whether that's pros and cons about the decision, whether that's things on your to-do list, like start to sort through some of those things and give your brain a chance to just rest, to free it from that responsibility of holding on to every single one of those things. It's like trying to fit everything in one little box. And yes, our brain 
is magic and beautiful and it does wonders. But don't shove everything and anything into our brain if it doesn't have to be there. Like free it of some of that energy and space. So clear your mind, get some of that stuff out on paper, start checking things off your list, list out the pros and cons, do those big ideas or dreams that you have, just get it all out. Also get rid of things in your office, in your closet, your home, your car, your life. We have got to start living with less, like less stuff, less thoughts, just less junk, right? We feel like, or at least in this American life, we've been conditioned to think that we we need more just in case and to have excess and the next newest, latest, greatest. Like that is actually crowding out so much of our ability to think clearly like the amount of people that have storage units and extra 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 closets to hold these things or you know these cars that are overflowing and these desks that are overflowing with papers that you no longer need right it is just I don't even know it's incredible so get rid of things and you know check off one thing at a time like sometimes I will just do like today it is these cabinets today it is the car today it is these drawers like just start to set these small little goals but when you sit down and start working or when you go to bed at night and try to rest when you've got all this clutter surrounding you it is very hard to think clearly about anything before you especially these really big fork in the road decisions I know that especially when like money is involved or life altering change is involved like it is a very big decision for you maybe for you and your spouse or you and your family and so get rid of these things that are distracting your thinking from being very very clear and intentional also stop scrolling the scrolling is just clouding your thinking when we are scrolling through things it is oftentimes because we're trying to just be distracted from the things that we actually need to be doing so we pick up our phones or we log into facebook or pinterest or instagram or whatever it is and we just scroll and scroll and scroll because we don't want to think about the things we need to do but the problem is the more that we keep scrolling the more that we keep filling in our minds of what we're not doing or what they're doing or what they have or how far ahead they are not how far we've come but how far they've gone and that is a very very hard place to be when you're trying to seek clarity so stop clouding your thinking leave kind of this path for yourself keep your blinders on and stop asking everyone else for their opinion you've got too many opinions in your mind and not to mention that the people whose opinions you're asking for like you're going to keep asking until you hear what you want and what's going to happen is you're going to pick the people to ask they're going to tell you what you want to know or if they tell you what you don't want to know you're just going to be frustrated and shut down so here's the thing I, I do believe that you should be seeking wisdom and decisions that you're making and seeking wise counsel but seeking wise counsel is not the counsel of everyone that you know because it takes a lot of time and energy to even make those spaces for those conversations and then we put in one more opinion and at the end of the day this is your life these are your decisions and everyone is either going to tell you what you want to hear or what they would do but they are not you so Yes, seek wise counsel, but be very intentional about who you ask. 
On that note, I will say that people are genuinely interested in helping other people. And so sometimes you do need help, right? You've, you've got to humble yourself every once in a while or more than every once in a while and reach out for help when you need it. You know, the funny thing is like many people are just sitting, waiting for this opportunity for a chance to help someone, whether that's remove a barrier or encourage them or create a bridge or an opportunity for them. So if, if it's help that you need, don't be afraid to ask for it don't be afraid to seek wise counsel but seek the right counsel and not the counsel of everyone your gut instinct is so much stronger than you think I don't know like why we don't trust our gut and then we feel like well let me just ask other people to validate those things you are wiser than you think you've got to be confident in yourself and you have done so many things that are even harder than this before. So this is something that you can do. Be confident in yourself and stop comparing yourself. Every time you are comparing yourself, you're diminishing yourself by putting everyone else's trophy poses and perfectly photographed images on display and you see yourself as you know less than everybody else like you don't have time for that you do you better than anyone else and so i want you to stop trying to be anyone else but you it is definitely okay to learn from others and to not reinvent the wheel but it's another thing to get pulled into the lives of others and see everybody else as sitting on these pedestals and wasting all your time and energy doing that rather than living out your own Lastly, fill your life with moments of goodness. When you've got too much in your mind, in your space, in your life, sometimes you have got to refresh and recharge and reset. Fill your life with these moments of goodness. Don't be too busy for fun, for sunshine, for friends, for family, for things that release those endorphins for you. I will tell you, there was a time a few months ago that uh, my husband and I were filling out various forms for different things. And one of the questions was like, when was the last time you had fun? And we had a serious conversation about that because for as low key as we think we are and for all these kids that we have, we couldn't remember the last time that we just had fun and, you know, finding ways, okay, like this week, what are we going to do to have fun? Because life should be fun and we should have fun and there is more fun to be had in life. So let these fun moments be sparked into and infused into your life and let them help shed some light on this anxiety and stress hamster wheel that you're going through of overthinking and overwhelm. And as this light shines in on your life, as you make space for it, let it remind you of what's important. Because sometimes when we open up this crack for fun and for light to be poured into and onto our lives, it tends to remind us of the things that actually matter and all these other anxious thoughts and thinking that we don't need to be thinking about start to slowly shed and fade away. So if you're finding yourself at this fork in the road and just feeling stuck with a decision or just stagnant in where you are, the career path that you've chosen, the profession you're in, or what path to even take, I want you first to acknowledge why you're actually stuck. Is it fear? Are you scared of making the wrong decision or scared of failure? Are you too hard on yourself and are trying so hard to be perfect when that's not realistic and you're not being kind to yourself and making progress? Or do you just have too much in your mind and your space in your life and you've got to figure out how to start creating this space for clarity? So figure out what it is that's holding you down. 
Now, I love this definition of settling. There's lots of defin definitions. If you go look up, like, what does the word settle mean? One that to me just really sticks out is to sink down in its own weight. And I think that's what so many people do is they settle. And settle, what I mean by that is like they literally sink down in their own weight of a fear of stuckness. Like they push themselves down and they end up settling and that is why they feel so stuck like they're pushed down in their in their own weight of thought so don't settle with where you are don't get stuck there get some momentum put fear in its proper place break your addiction and obsession with perfection starting with really acknowledging its false reality and then making space for clarity in your life so here are today's truths and takeaways Number one, have confidence in yourself. Trust yourself. Believe in yourself. Trust your gut. Number two, rethink how you view failure. Failure does not equal bad. Try failing forward. Number three, fear. It's an emotion. It's not who you are, so courageously put it where it belongs. Four, don't overthink and overanalyze decisions. See them as decisions. You can learn from them, launch from them, or become better from them. Just make them. Five, you do you better than anyone else, so stop trying to be anyone else but exactly who you are. And lastly, create space for clarity. Let some light shine in your life. Let it remind you of what is important. Scroll less, compare less, get rid of things and thoughts, stop overthinking, connect intentionally, ask for help when you need it, and just start moving. So I hope today's episode has been helpful for you. If this episode or any of the episodes are particularly helpful, I would love for you to share it with a friend or leave a review. And if you haven't already, definitely subscribe to the podcast. There's so many more exciting episodes coming soon. So until next time, see you then. Bye.